0: Hello everyone, it is Sarah Poet and thank you for joining me for another episode of Sacred Remembering. Episode 150, the one before this one and this one are both male friendly. I know that we have men who listen to this podcast. I love that you listen to this podcast, even though I say that it is for modern women waking up to the truth of who we are. Really everything comes back to unity. It's all about unity. That's the name of the game. So we are not exclusive in any way. And men are welcome here. Of course, of course. I hope that this episode serves you all in your relationships. And I hope that this complements the last episode. I actually Recorded them both on the same day um, with some things that I was seeing going on in my couples coaching practice and some things that have been on my mind for a while. So episode 150 was about moving from performance energy into male embodied presence. And I got some good feedback from that one. So I'm so glad that these are serving you. And then this one is about men and emotions and relationships. And the gist of this, so that you know if you want to listen to the rest of it, um, is that oftentimes I think as women, we want men to prove their emotional capacity in order to prove they're safe people, that they are safe people. Um, but I think that this is actually going about things the wrong way and I don't think that we need men to be as emotional as we, you know, collectively have pressured men to be. Um, so in this episode, we're going to talk about how like limiting men to emotions is actually limiting their masculinity. Um, what truly makes a man safe, not talking about his emotions, but what truly makes a man safe why men who can talk about their emotions are actually sometimes less safe. (laughs) So that's a twist. And then how women are kind of unintentionally polarizing men into the feminine essence when what we actually desire is the masculine essence and the masculine polarity. So if that sounds like that's for you, you you're in the right place welcome and i'm so glad you're here and if you want to reach out after the episode and let me know you know what you learned what you think or if you have questions for me you can always find me at sarapoet.com. hello and welcome to the new paradigm of women's awakening sacred remembering i'm your host sarah poet i invite you to step out of the old and into the new Let's imagine, together, that we're walking toward a lush and glistening landscape. You notice forests and trees, crystalline water and rich black soil. The soil is different than any soil you've ever seen, and you can't help but to take off your shoes and slide your toes into the soil. You've never seen or felt soil so rich or so replenishing. Your feet begin to sink down and into the soil like feet do as we stand beside the ocean and waves lap at our ankles. And as you sink down into this soil ankle deep, you realize that you are in touch with something else. There's this golden thread, this gold frequency that runs through this soil. It connects everything, like mycelium. It's in the earth, the trees, in you. And as you lift your head and you look around, you realize that there are other women also in this grid, this soil, connected via the gold frequency a unified network, and you are a part of it. And you breathe this all in deeply into the space of your heart. Welcome to Sacred Remembering, the podcast and live community for modern women waking up to the full and unified truth of who we are, standing prosperously now in that truth you were planted here on earth at this time because there is something so unique inside of you and when you ignite it you light up the entire planetary grid the answers that are needed on earth now are inside of modern women they're inside of you so go ahead and tilt your face upward towards source and allow the seed of sacred remembrance to open inside of you in that warmth. We're a community and network of women lighting up the globe by standing in the emanation of exactly who we are, sacred, sovereign, creational, unified, and incredibly committed to love. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. Hello, listeners, thank you so much for being here, my guests, and I hope that you glean so much transformative information on this podcast in each and every episode. I am so passionate about helping women to reframe our innate value and how we decide to exchange that value. So let's get clear about the intentions that are going on here with this podcast. This podcast is a gift to you. It is free. It is an act of service on my part to produce it. If you would like to take action to reciprocate for this gift, I'll mention a few things that are super helpful. One, you can rate and review this podcast on Apple and Spotify, because the more reactions that it gets, the more this information can reach more people, and the more this mission of sacred remembering and modern women standing in their truth can spread. Two, you can sign up for my email list at sarahpoet.com and follow me on Instagram at Embodied Breath. And this is helpful because I do intend to publish books and publishers are looking at those audience numbers. So if you want to help me play that game and in the meantime, get super valuable content from me, then you can stay connected in that way as well. If you would like to receive more via exchange, you can again, sign up for my email list, receive my new ebook called No Limits Going Beyond the Need for Boundaries by Redefining the Value of Your Feminine Resources. I'm excited about this. You can see that talking about the empowerment that is possible with women redefining our feminine resources is a hot topic for me right now. And of course, you can always pay forward this podcast episode by sending it to a friend. Thank you for your participation and your energy exchange at any level. And I hope that you enjoy this episode. Now let's begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 151 of the sacred remembering podcast. I'm Sarah poet, and it is so good To be here with you, I am recording this episode on the heels of episode 150. So if you missed that, please go check that out potentially first, because these two episodes together are about dynamics in relationships. That I've been seeing a lot of, I've been thinking a lot of, and the episode 150 150, was about this performance dynamic in the masculine, and that's going to show up in today's episode as well. So here we are. So a few weeks ago, I was at like a potluck sort of event, and we were talking about masculine and feminine men and women. And a couple of the women were talking about men. And I kind of, I'm a post processor, like I I need to process things after the fact. And so I was like driving home and then I was thinking about it the next day. And then I've been paying attention to this ever since. Um, this, this like sentiment that they were sharing that they wanted men to be able to show up and share their emotions, like vulnerably share their emotions. And that was the marker of even like what they were looking for in men and in relationships. And I thought, Oh, isn't that so interesting? Because I don't think like that. I do not think about, um, whether or not a man is going to be able to talk about emotions as a marker for really what I want in a relationship. Now, I also am kind of setting a high bar and I assume that I'm not just talking about a man who's like completely denying his whole entire emotional body or experience But, you know, if, if he has like the capacity to be in touch with his emotions, then he's going to make some rational decisions about them. And, um, and so, you know, this is not your introductory podcast about masculine feminine, we dive deep in this space. And also I think I want to say at the beginning of this podcast that, you know, of course there needs to be some like capacity to be in, um, connection with, with one's emotions, with one's, um, you know, fluctuations of being a human. Right. But as a woman, I don't, Really sit around naming my emotions. I don't do that. And I also want to say that I am an incredibly emotional creature. Um, My sun sign is in Pisces. I'm very watery. I feel a lot. But the point about emotions and feelings is that they happen in the body. They are really sensations, they're waves of, you know, like, sensation undulations of you know various various experiences and oftentimes I have no word for what is happening like it doesn't matter to me if it's anger or fear for example because the words don't matter to me now I know a lot of people would would tell you that that this is like wrong or to do it differently that's fine this is a different experience. Um, so every emotion and every experience is going to have accompanying, um, sensations. It's going to have accompanying, you know, what's like, my breath is doing something. My body is doing something. I want to run away from something. I want to get under the covers. You know, there's like, what direction does your body want to go? Does it want to expand? Does it want to contract? Do you want connection? Do you want isolation? Um, you know, are your eyes watering and wet? Are your fists balling up? Like these are all kinds of sensations that our experiences that we could call emotional, um, you know show us and so i think that as um mature and conscious humans it's important for us to be able to track and notice what is coming up for us and what is happening like in our body what is our um like propensity what wants to happen i think those things are extremely important to be able to notice and share with anyone, but the person that we are in partnership with. And that is how I teach couples to communicate based on the notices of what is happening versus the words of this is how I feel emotionally. And just one more thing on that is that when we are emotional, Okay. Oftentimes we are going more toward the limbic system of our brain. Sometimes the emotional um, experience can be more fight or flighty, especially if we are in relationship and we're having some kind of difficulty, right? We might be going into the limbic kind of hind brain. And when we're able to talk about our emotions, quote unquote, we would have to be in the rational front brain. We would have to be in the prefrontal cortex. And just by the nature of you going into fight or flight and going into limbic, if there is, you know, like, I'm afraid my partner's going to leave me, or I'm afraid that, you know, I'm not going to be loved if I'm having this emotion, that kind of thing. If we're in any kind of limbic experience, we're going to lose our capacity for complete rational, like frontal lobe thought and therefore, you know, searching for an exact word to talk about an exact emotion is kind of pointless, you know, and this just is also (laughs) like, um, just ranting and rolling here for a moment, but you know if we are in a relationship and having any kind of fear experience or argument and we're trying to talk about it same thing applies okay so if we're trying to find the rational words including the rational emotional words for our experience um it may not be the most effective thing because the experience is probably happening more so in the body and when we can learn to t- to that, both in ourself and in our partner, if we choose to have that kind of a shared experience, um, then that way we can actually move through conflict and constriction, um, way more effectively. And so this is why I say that I have a trauma-informed, uh, couples coaching practice is because, um, everything that I'm saying here is, is, trauma-informed and body-based. Okay, so looping back to what I was saying in the beginning, that there's this idea that I was noticing among these women that this capacity to be with emotions or talk about vulnerability was this measure for essentially masculinity. And I will leave it up to you. You know, do you agree with that? Do you disagree with that? Maybe this podcast will um, shed some light on that with you and for you. So it also goes to this pattern that I, um, often see when I'm working with couples and, last episode in this episode, I am talking about dynamics. Okay. I'm talking about dynamics between men and women in relationships, but I'm also talking about energetic dynamics between archetypes. Okay. And this is kind of a glimpse into one of the ways my brain works, because I see the way that energy moves in a system. And I see the way that masculine and feminine move within a relationship, really regardless of gender, but Um, Here I am speaking about men and women, and I am speaking about masculine and feminine because typically the relationships that I see that are men and women, the man wants to hold the masculine polarity, you know, most of the time, and the woman wants to hold the feminine polarity most of the time. Of course, of course, this warrants saying that we are in unity time right? So both people will have feminine and masculine within themselves. And ideally those feminine masculine within the self is more and more in unity all the time. And then also we have the relationship of the divine. And so our relationship we between feminine and masculine is also a divine relationship. I'll go into that in other places. That's not for this episode, but the consciousness and evolution of relationships will involve all three aspects. What's going on inside of me, what's going on relationally and what's going on between me and the divine and my partner in the divine. Right? So all of those masculine feminine relationships are always at play. Um, And the more and more we bring them into consciousness, then the more and more we can move to divine union. Okay. So this dynamic between men and women that happened, I think between like the last couple of of decades, let's say, where it was like, okay, men um you know there's been the patriarchy there's been a lot of performance mode domination etc and so now we want men to talk more about their emotions and so we started pressuring men to talk about their emotions and um again, there's light and shadow to all of this because is it great that a man can get in touch with how he's feeling and not just be like completely stoic and performative? Yes, that's very good. And do we want a man to vacillate toward being like fully emotional and, um, You know, I I think we would say, no, like it, it doesn't necessarily serve him or the dynamics of a masculine feminine relationship. Now, I'll also say that you don't have to agree with anything that I'm saying in this episode whatsoever. But I think that one of the reasons that this happened was because women were looking for men to be more safe. Women were looking for men to be more safe in relationships and in relating. And so the women started to say, Hey, talk to me about your emotions. Can you talk to me about your emotions? Can you sit here and have a conversation with me about your emotions? And truly the woman is looking for connection and safety with a man when she's saying this. But what she doesn't realize is that she is asking a masculine being to polarize into a feminine energetic. So she's asking the masculine being to, to polarize into a feminine expression. And so then we have men who want to perform and want to be, you know, good boys and want to be, um, like doing the best for their partners showing up, etc. And so he starts to practice, you know, being like emotional and having emotional conversations um, in order to please her. And then oftentimes, you know, I'm talking generally about energetic dynamics here. She's not happy. Like she's not happy with, okay, I trained. (laughs) She's not like maybe thinking this, this is subconscious, but it's like, okay, I trained this man to talk about his emotions, but like that's not doing it for me either. And so then she starts to criticize him and she's like, Well, you know, you're not doing it right. And he's like, I don't know how to get this right. And that goes back to the last episode about performance. And he's like, How do I get this right? And again, here, this. This dynamic has caused this polarity that the couples that I'm working with don't actually want where she's in the masculine because she's telling him what to do. Be emotional. Have these emotional conversations with me. And he is like trying, trying, trying and being in the feminine and actually being more docile than he would be otherwise. Okay, so it's really important, women, that we ask men what they think. Not what do you feel, but what do you think? And of course, we want men to feel welcome to share what it is they're truly experiencing. I might call this a man's truth. I might call it his truth because he might have thoughts. He might have emotions. He might have sensations or experiences. He might want to walk out the door. Like all of that is his truth. And we don't need him to give that to us in an emotional language. Women, I would ask us to really be with the question as to whether we can handle a man's truth. So um, like masculinity. Let's just look at this for a moment. Masculinity. And I'm talking about like human behaviors and energetic expressions, as well as general archetypal traits, right? So masculinity is like structure and um, like consciousness and like the penetration of consciousness and logic and decision-making. And that's true regardless of the gender, right? So when I, as a woman am practicing working with structure and numbers and logic, like in my business, I am exercising masculine, energetic traits. Okay. And then, um, you know, yeah enough about that so so the masculine is going to excel when it is in its highest expression It's going to excel at like being the structure keeper and being the uh, decision maker and taking in all of the information that it's given and like computing it and, you know, putting like, here's what I think, right? Here's the best, um, like synopsis of this situation based on the information that I have And this is gorgeous. Like these are gorgeous masculine um, traits, okay? And I think personally that we need to value these more. And women, I want to encourage you, if you're listening to start to ask your man or the men around you, or like, I have a teenage son, so I'm practicing asking him this. What do you think? Like, here's all of the information that I'm giving you about, said situation. What do you think about it? And guess what that man's doing? He's diving into the emotional reserves. He's diving into his logic. He's diving into like his awesomeness, his full beingness. And he's bringing something back that is probably, if it is connected to consciousness, is going to penetrate your world. Can you handle it? Can you handle that? I said, penetrate your world. So that's what masculine thought and masculine like whole decision making um, is going to do for us. And so in partnership, do you trust that? Like phenomenal question, right? If you are with a man in a long-term partnership, if you are married to him, if you have like had his babies, (laughs) this is opinionated. You better trust the man, but you need to trust him for his masculinity and his thoughts just as much, if not more than his capacity to sit around and have emotional conversations with you. And remember that what you are attempting to do in asking him to talk about emotions is you are attempting to find connectivity and safety. You're looking for safety via asking him to be soft but can you find safety if he is in his fullness? Again, this is an extension of the last podcast episode. Can you find safety if he is in his fullest expression? Do you trust him if he is in his fullest expression? And at women, I'm telling you, if we are subjecting men to just sitting around talking about emotions, they are not in their fullest expression. At all. And I'm going to say this, and this may be controversial, but I don't care. If a man is perpetually sitting around talking about his emotions, he's polarized in a feminine, and he is not safe for your feminine being. He's essentially like in the feminine polarity. And is not going to have the capacity to be in the masculine polarity in a way that will truly keep you and your children and your finances safe. You want men to be masculine. Like we want men to be in a conscious masculine. Polarizing men into feminine like society has done we, we have a lot of men who are like overly emotional, overly spiritual. These men cannot hold down their finances, their purpose, um, their commitment, like their level of commitment to women and children and family and household. It requires the masculine, energetic to anchor that structure, okay? So would you rather have a man sitting around talking about his emotions, or would you rather have a man that can bring the structure to the life of you and your children and your family and your money, okay? And if you don't feel like your man can do that, yeah, ask, you know, these are the energetic dynamics of relationship. Like ask yourself a couple of questions. Am I giving him room to do that? Women have really um, adopted and embodied a lot of masculine energy. So are you embodying, like the hard work, the worry about money, the taking care of everything, because you might be taking up the masculine polarity that maybe he even wants to inhabit in your dynamic, in your uh, relationship. And so just, you know, check in with that. So yeah i am moving through my notes on this episode really quickly so that's great because i know that nobody minds a short podcast episode um but remember you know men are not telling you what they think if you're pressuring them to tell you what what they feel so if you're telling them tell me what you feel tell me what you feel you're putting him into like a performance or you're polarizing him into the feminine and if you ask him what he thinks you'll put him back into the masculine. Um, yeah, my, I hope you can excuse my language there. Like energetically, you know, the situation moves back into that polarity. I don't, I don't mean like put him there. Okay. Um, you'll polarize the, the dynamic back into that direction. So yeah, when we ask men what they think, when we ask them to make a commitment, when we ask them to um, provide structure, these are things that actually activate the masculine in a way that's actually going to provide more safety to the feminine system. And I want to end with a little story that I thought of about um, this topic. So uh, this involves my friend, Seppi, who has been on the podcast and I've mentioned him on other podcasts and he's um, a best friend and he lives like 10 hours from me. So we talk on the phone. And so just a week or two ago... I had a scenario that I was grappling with emotionally and it involved other women, not a man. I'm not sure that that's relevant, but there was an emotional process going on in me and I was confused and, you know, I knew that I had made some decisions based on, you know, my own shadow material stuff. I couldn't see. And so I reached out to Sepi and I, here's the thing. I did not reach out to him when I was actively emotional, when I was like in the trigger, I did not reach out to him then. And, um, I, I made an appointment, I made an appointment with him. I said, can we talk, can we find a time to talk? And I would like to talk about this, um, issue that I'm having, that I'm having a hard time figuring out. And he said, yes, of course we can. And so we got on the phone on like a Friday night. And I I said at the beginning of the conversation, I said, what I would love is for you to listen. Seppi is an amazing listener. And I said, I'd love for you to listen and then just tell me what you think. Like, tell me exactly what your reaction is not reaction, but like response, right? But it was his trusted response and thought that I wanted. I did not want him to sit around and commiserate with me about my emotions, about the thing that had happened that I would do. You know, like I'd go to a therapist to process the emotions. I would talk to maybe a girlfriend. And in the past, for sure, I've talked to somebody about that. He's like answer the phone when I've been crying many times, but this time I was like, I want his like penetrative wisdom, his consciousness around this, because I know that he's going to be able to see me better than I can see me in this moment. And that's what I want. And so I shared the story and he said, okay, are you ready? And I said, yes. And he gave it to me and he was so right and so accurate. And I will say it wasn't necessarily the easiest thing to hear because he was naming an aspect of my shadow material. And he said, um, you know, but good news is Sarah, it wasn't as bad as in the past, <laughs> he's like, you did this thing. <laughs> that's your shadow. But good news is, um, you know, you're, you're making progress. And so it was so beautiful because, the, through the emotions, I couldn't even see that poignancy. I couldn't see it. Yet. And it was through this trusted man and trusted masculine consciousness that I received a very, very clear vision of what was actually happening in this scenario. And so I hope that that story shares with you an example of, you know, just some of the value of allowing men to give us their thought and their like fullness of their perspective. And again, women, can we honor it? Can we honor it if we get it? That is our work to do. (laughs) That is our work to do. If we think that we need to boss men around about what they need to say, what they need to do, what emotions that they need to share in order for us to stay safe, I'm just going to say it. If we're doing all that, we're not safe we're not safe as women and as the feminine, if we can't respect a man to stay in his fullness of his expression, emotions, experience, thoughts, cognition, determination, all things considered, if we can't trust that we're not safe for men and masculine. So, on that note, I will leave you there if you want support with feminine masculine dynamics in relationships. And of course, the ultimate goal there is to bring you to closer connection, intimacy, wholeness in the both of you. And uh, this is really about the evolution of love and relationships and union of feminine masculine on the planet. And I am in service to that. And you can find me of course, at com. Thank you for tuning in and reach out anytime. And I will see you talk to you, connect with you on the next episode. Well, family, there you go. I hope that this episode served you well. If this is your first podcast episode with me, welcome. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and please go ahead and rate and review this podcast and that helps more people to be reached by this podcast and more people to be exposed to this information for our evolving world. And please go ahead and subscribe to my newsletter at SaraPoet.com and let's keep in touch, reach out to me at any point if I can serve you more closely and have a blessed, blessed day.